Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to episode 74 of District of Conservation. Today also happens to be my birthday, so... With all this hankering down due to the coronavirus, I'm doing my best to enjoy it. And I wish I could spend time outdoors. I'm planning to do some walking and hopefully some exercising close to my home because with social distancing being encouraged, you can still enjoy the outdoors. You just have to limit your interactions with people. But as it pertains to going to the great outdoors in this time, however many weeks it may be, make sure you heed the advice of your state wildlife agency. You've probably been bombarded by businesses, but also state wildlife agencies have been emailing people and posting on social media about whether or not there are park closures, changes in hours, if staffers of the wildlife agencies or wildlife biologists will be available. So take note with respect to that. But if you can find time to go to the woods or fishing, uh, that's a good way to practice social distancing. Also, the National Park Service put out a really good infographic about that. So if you want to learn more about how to maximize your time during this trying period in terms of mitigating this coronavirus, uh, check out your state wildlife agency, the National Park Service, and other resources like that. You can still enjoy while also taking precautions. I'm going to use this episode briefly to talk about two bills in Congress that should be making waves very soon. However... Due to this virus, they may be postponed, but here are two interesting bills you may have missed or overlooked. The first is there is a concerted effort to pass permanent and full funding of the Land and Water Conservation Fund, plus addressing the deferred maintenance backlog of the National Park Service, which has varied from $13 billion to about $18 billion. There are different numbers going out there. Last I saw, it was $13 billion shortfall, uh, but some people have said it's now up to $18 billion. But anyway, this bill, it's combining these two, and this is from Senator Portman of Ohio, and this will be under the Great American Outdoors Act to help address the $18 billion deferred maintenance backlog while also... uh, funding Land and Water Conservation Fund. And it is sponsored by Portman, Corey Gardner of Colorado, Joe Manchin of West Virginia, Steve Daines of Montana, one of my senators, Mark Warner here in Virginia, Angus King, Lamar Alexander, Richard Burr. And the Great American Outdoors Act is known as Senate Bill 3422. And Not only would it uh, expand upon the Restore Our Parks Act, which is currently in the House of Representatives, which would plan to tackle the $12 billion backlog in delayed maintenance projects. The goal is also to expand the legislation to include funding for deferred maintenance of shortcoming funds in the Forest Service, Fish and Wildlife Service, Bureau of Land Management, and Bureau of Indian Education, which all fall under the purview of the Department of Interior. And here is what Senator Portman said about the Great Outdoors Act. And he said, quote, The Great American Outdoors Act is landmark legislation that carries on Teddy Roosevelt's legacy of protecting our public lands for future generations. He continues, 
The Great Outdoors Act includes my legislation with Senators Warner, King, and Alexander, the Bipartisan Restore Our Parks Act, which will provide funding to address the $12 billion deferred maintenance backlog at our national park sites throughout the country, including more than $100 million in maintenance backlog in Ohio's eight national parks. I am pleased to have worked with my colleagues to expand the Restore Our Park Act's and to include funding for the other land management agencies in the Great American Outdoors Act. Da 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 da. And th- the reason why this became so notable is a few weeks ago, or I think a month or two ago, President Trump presented his prospective budget for the upcoming year, and it included shrinking the Land and Water Conservation Fund by 97%. And that certainly did cause alarm among people. And I waited until more details panned out. I'm not sure what explained why he excluded it. I don't know if an advisor, someone in OBM, Office of Management and Budget, encouraged him to initially scrape it, but largely due to the insistence of Senators Danes and Gardner of Montana and Colorado, respectively. Although some people say it's politically efficacious and convenient for them because they're both up for re-election. I don't normally see it as that. Maybe it is due to them wanting to win re-election in both of their respective states, but uh, both Colorado and Montana heavily rely upon uh, National Park Service activities and Land and Water Conservation Fund things as well. And President Trump subsequently tweeted after much attention was drawn to him, excluding it from his budget, that he would want a bill brought to his desk that would permanently fund the Land and Water Conservation Fund. His daughter, the first daughter, Ivanka Trump, also tweeted that too. So for those of you who are worried that it would be permanently slashed, it's not going anywhere. And he hopes that a bill comes to his desk. You can find that in the section notes. I'll include everything for you. And yes, while initially it, it did kind of sound alarming that he would exclude it from his budget, I never saw it to be the case in terms of final negotiations. As you guys know, a president cannot unilaterally pass bills. It has to go through checks and balances through Congress. Congress has to vote on bills. The president can ultimately sign or veto bills. He can encourage bills, but he can't unilaterally sign on to bills. And with this program, LWCF being very popular across political lines, there was no way that we were going to see a abject elimination. So, that's the nuanced take of it. But with respect to the National Park Service, there has been bipartisan negligence across Democrat and Republican administrations to tackle this. And it finally seems that it's being done, so it can be applauded. But uh, that is the Great American Outdoors Act in a nutshell. Next, I'm going to discuss the MAP Act. This is a new piece of legislation that was brought to my attention and the Theodore Roosevelt Conservation Partnership and a few others have discussed it. There are corresponding bills in both the House and the Senate, and this is MAP Act is known as the Modernizing Access to Our Public Land Act of 2020. It is being co-sponsored in the House by Representative Ross Fulcher of Idaho, a Republican, and Representative Derek Kilmer of Washington State. And in the Senate, it is being co-sponsored by Republican Senator Martha McSally of Arizona and Angus King, a Democrat or Independent who caucuses with Democrats from Maine. And what Rep. Fulcher says about the Mapland Act is this. Sportsmen and outdoor recreationalists have a tremendous impact on our Idaho culture and economy. I am proud to be introducing the Mapland Act to modernize information and access to our public lands so Idahoans can utilize these public places. And in terms of what Martha McSally said, this is more general and not so 
much pertaining to Arizona or her individual state, but she says, quote, as an avid hiker and outdoors woman, I know firsthand the importance of having accurate mapping and access data for public lands, she said. She continued, my legislation will increase recreational opportunities and allow more people to fully enjoy and appreciate the beauty of our public lands by making it easier to find information for expeditions. And uh, what Fosberg, uh, who is the CEO of TRCP, said of this is GPS technology has become an essential part of the public land users toolkit. This bill will allow sportsmen and women to take full advantage of the world-class opportunities on our public lands, make it easier to follow the rules while recreating outside and reduce access conflicts, he said. And Mr. Fosberg continued, quote, quite simply, this is a common sense investment in the future of hunting, fishing, and outdoor recreation. We want to thank Senators McSally and King and Representatives Fulcher and Kilmore for taking the lead on this important legislation, end quote. And this, again, falls along the lines of uh, the fact that this maintenance backlog, just a lot of red tape that has been placed on the agencies over the years, and a lot of people who recreate public lands, whether they are part of the hook and bullet crowd or hikers or ATV riders, uh, there's a lot of problem in terms of accurate map data, whether it falls on public-private borders, uh, whether or not you're restricted or allowed, and perhaps this can create greater clarification and fall in line with the administration's goals to expand access on public lands like they've been doing, especially on U.S. Fish and Wildlife refuges, uh, where we've seen a continued and great expansion of access, especially to hunters and anglers and birders on those public lands. And it falls in line with that mission. If you don't follow this closely, this perfectly falls in line with the agenda. Um, A lot of people, a lot of detractors will say, well, this administration is not expanding public lands. They're taking away public lands. But you look to efforts like this and their efforts on fish and wildlife refuges, and the opposite is true. So read carefully the fine details. And again, you can learn about the Mapland Act in the link in the links I provide for show notes. Thank you again for listening to District of Conservation. If you feel inclined, please be sure to leave us a review, especially on Apple Podcasts, and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I hope you enjoyed the interviews that we've had recently with Travis Thompson of Cast and Blast Florida Podcast, and most recently with Hannah Downey from Perk. Recommend to me if you have any suggestions. I would love to interview more people. I am going to be reaching out to more people to come on the podcast and share their stories and what they're up to in and around the D.C. area. But since conservation policy emanates from Washington, it goes on to be dispersed to state and localities. We're all interconnected in this conservation space and issues matter and people from outside of Washington matter. So we're going to bring their perspectives more on here. Thank you for listening and have a great week.